Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father. This Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now, let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, in all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another the impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives, so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Hello, brothers and sisters. Happy 25th Sunday in the in ordinary time. It's been a long time since I've been able to to speak with you, to to pray with you. Um, a lot has changed since I last spoke with you. You know, I I'm currently in my new residence in Maryland. I've begun my new role as campus minister at a local Catholic high school here, and um, you know, it's you know, it's it's, it's been wonderful, busy. Uh, but great, you know, the, the students are very kind and very um, very respectful and, and, and they and, and they're very welcoming and so so it's been a nice transition and, and I'm happy to be here with you now to pray with you to reflect on the Word of God. So this Sunday we are given sort of readings that that should um, Cause us to reflect, to reflect on our own life, to reflect on our decisions, our actions, our choices, to see if they really um, reflect Christ, to see if everything that we do, everything that we say, do they really come from God or, or is it my own wants, my own needs, my own desires? You know, in, in the first reading from the prophet Amos, the prophet um, seems to propose questions that the people are asking, you know. Um, when will the new moon be over so that we may sell our grain? And, you know, and then they also talk about um, when will... We, we will buy the lowly for silver and the poor for a pair of sandals, even the refuse of what the wheat we will sell. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, never will I forget a thing that they have done. That the Lord, our Lord sees all that we do, the good and the bad. But the Lord doesn't really wish to hold the bad against us. But he only does so so that we might come to see how wrong it is and, and what we should do instead. So our Lord, so God never holds our sin over us. Um, like, um, if you want heaven and you were start doing this, that's not how God works, right? The, the, the only reason why God would hold our sins over us, so to speak, 
is for us to see them clearly so that we may come to see how wrong it is in the hopes of doing better, in the hopes of turning away from our sinful actions, turning away from our immoral acts, so that we may return to Him, so that we may, as we really would like to be with Him one day in paradise. Or as our colleague says, so that we may merit to attain eternal life. And so in, and then in the second reading, St. Paul um, writes to Timothy. He reminds Timothy and, and to all of us that for there is one God, there is also one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all. We're in the sisters, in a world who, in a world that is so surrounded by, by so many different voices, so many different masters, we need to remember that there is only one, one God, one master, one creator of all. And that is our Almighty Father, our Almighty God. It's very hard, I think, you know, seeing how the people around us are really, um, they've enslaved themselves and perhaps all of us to a certain extent, we've enslaved ourselves to, to masters of this world that we know from which we can only derive temporary pleasure, temporary, temporary satisfaction. Yet we still do it. We still do it because we have lost sight of the long term. We have lost sight of the eternal. We, we have lost sight of why we're really here. We're really here not to simply enjoy what the world has to give us. We're not here to simply, um, you know, as, as the saying goes, you know, you know, you only live once or whatever it is so that we, so that we should go and, and do whatever we please. That's not why we're here. But that will, that, that will make sense if we subscribe to the fact that there is, there is really no greater being, there really isn't anything, and, 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 and all you see here is all, is all we have, it'll make sense then, but, but by faith and by revelation, we know that that's not true. We know that there is something and someone greater, someone who continues to call out to us, who continues to call out to us in a world that is so noisy, so noisy with so many sources of stimulation of our senses. Notice that, that the world chooses to overstimulate our senses because it is through our senses that we also come to experience God, right? We listen to the Word of God, or at, and sometimes at Mass, we, we smell um, the incense, we smell the, the beeswax from the, from the candle, we, we see with, with our eyes the, the liturgy, how beautiful the liturgy is, we see the beauty of our churches, and we listen, 
We listen to the Word of God. We listen to the music, sacred music, and we read. We read the Word of God. So in a world that continues to bombard our senses, in a world that continues to overstimulate our senses, it really is a battle. It's a battle because how can we minimize the noise and the overstimulation of the senses by the word by the world so that we may come to use our senses to come to hear listen feel and experience god and his love for us and we must we, we must do our best to drown out the noise of the world because as we were told in the gospel, our Lord gives a parable and he says, and in the parable, the rich man tells the steward, prepare a full account of your stewardship because you can no longer be my steward. And I believe the Lord says to us that very sentence, prepare a full account of your stewardship. How have we lived out our stewardship here in this world? Do we care for creation? Do we care for the people around us? Do we care for our own souls? Do we care for the people God has placed in our lives, our family, our friends, our co-workers, whoever it may be? What would the account, the full account of our stewardship look like? If God were to ask us today, show me, show me what you have done to build up the kingdom. Show me who you have brought into the kingdom. Show me who it is that you have come to show my love to. And show me where have I encountered you? In the poor, in the homeless, the sick, the, the dying, the suffering. So brothers and sisters, today our Lord invites us, invites us to examine the account of our stewardship, to examine how we have lived out our baptismal call in this noisy world that is full of distractions, full of overstimulation of our senses. And it's important that we do so because when that day comes and our Lord calls us home to Himself, He will ask for the account of our stewardship. And hopefully, we can say, Lord, as you know, I'm not perfect, but I've done my best. And here are the things that I have done. Here are the people that I've come to try to encounter, try to bring you to, and try to meet you in. And it is our prayer that our God is merciful. And by seeing that we are genuine in our pursuit to be good stewards, it is our hope and prayer that the Lord will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. So brothers and sisters, I invite you this week, to examine our consciences, 
to examine our stewardship, to ask God, what are the areas in my life that I need to work on? And also to ask Him for the grace, the strength, and the humility to change those things so that we may come to become better stewards, better stewards of the one master, the one true master who will lead us to freedom, to eternal life, and to himself. So let us pray. We will close this reflection with the collect of today's Mass. O God, who founded all the commands of your sacred law upon love of you and of our neighbor, grant that by keeping your precepts, we may, in, we may merit to attain eternal life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Have a good week. And I'll see you next time. Hopefully, next time is next week. Take care. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.belovedsonministry.org.